this is your chance and your reminder that like we don't have to live in burnout mode all the time or overwhelmed mode or anxious or nervous, whatever that like sort of negative emotion that's hurting you feels like. We don't have to live there all the time. Welcome to the Booster Boutique Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Benson, corporate merchant turned boutique owner turned consultant. I want you to start, grow, and scale your boutique business right here with me. If you're ready to master your mindset, margins, and marketing, you're in the right place. Hello, and welcome back. It's another episode with me, Emily Benson. I'm psyched that you're here. You know, I've been inspired by one of my favorite podcasters to do kind of like a a live episode. I mean, it's not really live, but it's something that it's the day before I'm going to publish this. I want to talk about super relevant things and probably 70% of the content that I push out to the podcast and frankly to YouTube is just really educational stuff, like how to improve your margins, how to interviewing other boutique owners um, and getting their thoughts on really specific parts of the business. But this week, I really wanted to comment on some things that were coming up for so many of my clients that I just feel like I need to talk about it. So what are we talking about? Burnout. Guys, it's the middle of April. The weather is getting great. I'm in Boston today. It's like 70 degrees. It is glorious. And who knows if it's going to snow tomorrow. We don't know, but we're going to enjoy today. And, you know, it reminds me that summer's coming and we have been through a pretty tough winter you know, dark, cold, long, but that does not mean that we can't move into spring and summer feeling really good and feeling really within ourselves. I'm finding that so many people are feeling tired, burnt out, overwhelmed. They've got a lot going on all of a sudden. And I just want to talk about this. I want to talk about why I feel like this is coming up. I want to talk about solutions of how I've been coaching my own clients to work through this and really try to give you a new perspective and a little bit of a mindset shift as we go into a new season and really as things start to open up. I think, where do I think this is coming from? Frankly, I think that we are a little bit still COVID fatigued. I think a lot of people went on vacations this year. They went to Florida. I saw so many cool beach pics. I was digging it. And what I'll remind you, if you have kids, that vacations are still work. So you might come back feeling tan and a bit refreshed, but also it's like not like going away alone. Give yourself a little bit of a breathing moment to realize that like your spring break and with things opening back up and coming back to the store, maybe from a longer break, it's going to be hard to transition back into work. It just is. And I think especially now as things are starting to open back up, you're having soccer games, you're having bridal showers. There's, you know, things are happening. I've been like invited to events for the next couple months. And I think it's great. I just think also so many of us have been in slow mode and or focusing on our business. And when I say slow mode, I mean like in our lives, we've been like a little used to slowing down, right? And so like ramping back up, this is like a big contrast for us. So give yourself space, give yourself time. I think this is part of every spring. This does kind of happen right now. I do feel like it is a bit more extreme just because of the past year in 
our country and our world. And so I want to remind you that even though you're taking a break, this big break, maybe this big vacation, it doesn't necessarily mean you're always coming back. Or maybe you didn't even take a vacation. Maybe you're just straight up burnt out. You're like, I have four kids. Some are in school. Some are doing outdoor school. Some are home with me. Who knows? But like you have a lot on your what, what we would call like mental load. Yeah, there's like a term for this mental load. And you know, the majority of who I'm talking to are women. I know there's some guys listening to you. So hi. And I know guys have definitely been challenged in different ways in the past year too. Women, I find, had to do a lot of the childcare, like at home, the homeschooling. The, you know, I know quite a few boutique owners who slowed down or closed their stores for a while because they're like, I just need to focus on my kids. Like, you know, I'm lucky enough to be in a position where I can do this, but also like I still want to run my boutique, but I it just there's not enough time. Okay, so a lot has changed, and I think for so many of us, it's been also a time where we haven't wanted to ask for help or hire people, maybe just because of what's happening. And I want to encourage you to start to ask for more help. So I'm I'm hearing a lot of people say I'm overwhelmed. I feel like there's just so much on my plate. And I know from my much of my therapy, I often feel overwhelmed as well. I really relate to that. And one of the things that's helped me and my therapist has pointed out is that when I feel overwhelmed, it's because I haven't asked for enough support. I think I can like do it on my own. Like I got this. Meanwhile, I have people all around me who are family and who, you know, are employees that like I need to be asking for more support with. <laughs> like that is okay to do. And I don't know about you, but I, I think a lot of you guys are type A people like me and you always let the projects at school. Like you're you're really this high achiever. And I think for so many of us as adults, like it's just too much and we are overwhelmed. So like where can you ask for more help in your life? Whether it's from a spouse, whether it's from hiring a housekeeper, whether it's from, you know, making the choice to send your kids to after school care. I don't know what that looks like for you. Okay. I'm just obviously bringing up random ideas. I really think it would be worth you analyzing what's going on in your life. What are the overwhelming pieces or what are the pieces that aren't getting done? That's a huge piece of it. And asking for help in those spaces. That's like my first big tip for you is let's really ask for more support. It's okay. Honestly, the more I ask for help, like the saner I am, like the more normal I am as like a human. And I feel like I can get through my day because I don't have to do every single thing. And so that's also another problem. So number two that I've got for you as an idea to sort of shift and change here is really like prioritizing what you actually have to do that day. So I hear all the time women say to me, I have so much on my to-do list. I can never get it done. Well, there's the, yeah, there is too much on your to-do list. So like, let's take it off. So I have a lot of people that call the to-do list a could-do list or might-do list. <laughs> and that list is also prioritized into what's going to make them the most money first. So we're spending time doing things that are monetarily driven. So our time is spent actually making money because as we make more money, as we make money, period, we have more freedom and we have more ability to get that support that we need. And so what I find is that a lot of people think like, oh, I'm going to put my to-do list together. It's going to be super long and it's going to include like everything and there's no priority. Like, no, you've got to put priorities to the things that are going to either make money or really move the needle, okay? So when I say move the needle, that might be you showing up and doing a Facebook Live. That might be something like for me, 
it was a priority for me to record this podcast because I felt like it was really nagging me to talk about and I don't have enough energy, frankly, because of my schedule is crazy, um, to do a whole Facebook Live about it. Normally, this would be like I jump on a Facebook Live, but things are speeding up for everyone. So I'm doing things in the best way that I know is going to be of service, be of help, and move the needle. For you, I want you to think about why are there so many things on your to-do list? What actually needs to get done? What are the money-making priorities? Or what are also just the I-need-to-take-care-of-myself priorities? And this comes to number three is, you know, I think a lot of people who took vacation were like, oh, that was so nice, but now I'm back and I got to work. Listen, I am a huge advocate for taking mini vacations all day during your day. And when I say mini vacations, I mean like closing the door to the bathroom and taking 10 deep breaths and like sitting on the side of the tub and just really like, I'm going to take a breath here. I need a little break. I need to reset my body. What a vacation truly is, is us changing our state in a really massive way. So we're either going somewhere or we're slowing down. We're doing new things. We're thinking about new things. Vacations are changing your state. And what happens is when we come back to our daily life, we kind of go back into that old state of being if we haven't shifted enough. And that's like not a lasting change. And so for me, I'm really big on taking a break in my day. I'm constantly asking myself, how do I feel? What's my energy level at right now? You know, am I starting to get a headache? Do I need to drink some water? How do I need to feel good right now? You know, especially working from home. And if you have an online boutique and you are like working from home, like there are moments in my afternoon, I will literally go lay on my bed for 20 minutes and not have a phone. That's the important part. You cannot rest with a phone. That's not rest. Like, or TV, like, I mean, TV is like back and forth for me. Cause I think a quick, a quick hit, you know, you want to go just like lay in bed, close your eyes, focus on your breathing and just like feel being quiet and calming. Like that to me is a mini vacation in the middle of the day. Now, you might want to take a mini vacation at night. You're like, you know what? I don't want to work after 8 p.m. tonight, so I'm just going to binge some 90 Day Fiance and, like, zone out and maybe not look at my phone or play on my phone or whatever. But, you know, I, I do think that the phone is, like, a big part of why we feel burnt out because we have to, like, always be on it. And, you know, listen, it is a really nice escape when you're, like, waiting at a doctor's office. I think that we all have to be a little more cognizant of our phone usage because I do think that it is probably causing more stress than we even realize. And what I'll tell you is that I'm just going to remind you that we are not, we're not first responders. We're not like saving lives necessarily. You may in your day job, and I want you to be well rested for that day job, but you know, in boutique land, like we're providing a really great service, but it's certainly not like something that we need to sort of be harmful to ourselves to make sure that it works or to, you know, respond to that customer. Like we really have to start to dig in and have the self-respect for our bodies, our time, how we care for ourselves. And, you know, I might be really deep here, but, but honestly, I do think that like, if you're responding to people at midnight, you know, unless you're feeling really good and you're like, you know what, I didn't work all day and boom, like I just, I need to get some workout at midnight. Like I've done that and it feels really good because I get ahead. But like if you're doing that because you think you have to, or, you know, you're, you're fearful that you'll lose the customer or they'll be upset with you. Like, listen, everyone can wait till the next day. It's totally fine. And I would say to you, 
that's where working with your energy is going to become part of your habit. So for me, when I have a good energy level and I'm feeling good, and this doesn't mean like, oh, I'm so happy. I'm gonna, it's like, no, I feel like calm. I feel centered. I feel focused. I can sit down and work for like three and a half, four hours straight and just churn out work. Then there's times where I literally stare at a computer screen and I can't look at it. Like, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm confused. My brain feels, I need to go lay down. I need to sit. I need to, I need to take a break. We can't overestimate how much technology is burning us out. And that includes the computer, includes the phone. And as you take breaks in your day, you're going to start to rejuvenate your energy when you're feeling that dip. You're not going to need to like go to the coffee or go to the whatever, you know, like I really feel like because I've taken more just straight up breaks in my day, I don't need the extra coffee. It's like, I don't, I don't really even drink coffee anymore because I'm just managing my energy through taking appropriate breaks during the day. And then sometimes if I have a long break, I'll take a walk, really change my state, really focus on how do I feel in my body and why does my body feel burnt out? Why does my body feel overwhelmed? Connecting in with your body and allowing it to rest it's so simple. And if we look at our little, like, look at little kids. When they're tired, they'll fall asleep anywhere. Why? Because their body is just taking over. They're over. They have no thought of, oh my gosh, I need to email that customer back. Oh my gosh, I need to do this. No. Like, why aren't we doing that for ourselves? I just want to plant this seed. And, and, you know, whether or not you put some of this into action this week or you just absorb what I have to say and start becoming more aware of where in your day you are feeling burnt out or you do have more energy, that's natural energy. You know, using that to your advantage and really being strategic about how you use your energy throughout the day, to me, is a complete game changer. And I think that being someone who has healed her workaholism and really wants to give people skills and ideas to to shift that and realize we don't need to be working all the time. We don't need to be thinking about work all the time. We're allowed to take breaks. Being an entrepreneur is not a 24-7 hustle game, okay? That will last you like six months and then you'll feel horrible after that. So just reminder that, you know, we're in it for the long game. Let's pace ourselves. Let's take those water breaks. This is where we separate the people who can really grow and scale a business from the, the people who their mindsets are up and down too, are the ones whose energy is up and down. And the ones whose mindsets are up and down, it's like one day you're like, oh my God, I'm killing it. And the next day you're like, oh my God, this is awful. You know, for me, I had a friend, Diana, and she explained business as like waves in the ocean. And she's like, you know, sometimes the waves are really big. But what our goal is, is to just have a really nice low tide all the time, <laughs> easing along on our boat. We don't want these big peaks and valleys. So many of you are out there like riding the mindset wave like up and down and up and down. And you know, I want to encourage you to like start taking some care at home for yourself around this. Um, and, and also reaching out to someone if you do need help, you know, getting a therapist or you know, talking to your doctor if you think you have ADHD or something like that. You know, like there are solutions for us as adults. And I think more and more. If you're on TikTok, there's like a whole mental health side of TikTok, the whole ADHD, all all this stuff. It's wild about how many adults are like realizing all this stuff. And I, I do think it's actually important that we recognize what are things that we truly can become aware and control of and what do we need the more support on. I have plenty of people who've said to me, oh my God, I just I like have ADHD. And I'm like, but do you? Like were you diagnosed? You know, like maybe you want to go get diagnosed and like get treatment and get help. 
you know, that's like something you can overcome with help from qualified professionals, you know, like that would be great if you got that diagnosis, if that's really true, you know, or if maybe, maybe it's not that maybe you're like, no, I'm just a little all over the place and I I can manage it, but I just need to stay focused. Put post-its up around your house saying like, don't forget to focus, 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 you know, how do I feel? What do I need to be doing? Post-its around your house. I have like 87 post-its on my computer screen, which is probably a problem, but Putting some post-its up around my house, again, it changes my visual state. So I like stop, I see it, boom, okay. And simply becoming aware of what's going on is going to automatically start to shift no matter what. So this is not an Emily saying, you have to do this, you should do, you know, make all these big changes. No, just listening to this podcast, taking it in, letting those seeds plant in your brain where they need to, and like you know, starting to really look around and and become aware, like, that's enough. Because trust me, once you become aware, you'll naturally shift, you'll naturally change, you'll naturally make this work. And I think for some of you, you might take some of these tips and implement them. Prioritizing your to-do list with money-making items or things that are going to move the needle, asking for more support when you feel overwhelmed. This is your chance and your reminder that, like, we don't have to live in burnout mode all the time or overwhelmed mode or anxious or nervous, whatever that like sort of negative emotion that's hurting you feels like. We don't have to live there all the time. And it takes us becoming aware and seeing those behaviors and seeing those thoughts to really shift them. So I hope this served you. I really wanted to come on in here and talk about this. So hopefully it's we're good. If you are not in my Facebook group, I want to encourage you to join that. You can find it just by typing in www.emilyfbgroup.com into your browser and it will send you right to that Facebook group. We have a couple questions to come in the group to just answer. And yeah, we have some great conversations going on in there. I'd love to see you in the boutique Training Academy Tribe. That's our group name. There's so many great helpful people over there. So if you're struggling with your boutique at any level, come on and join us. I can't wait to see you there. So thanks for joining me this week. Here's to making lots of friends and making lots of money.